0: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The kakadu plum. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Me! Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy skill. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered could just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R under 17, not a Minute Without Parent, only in theaters May 17th. Welcome to Brainstuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brainstuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Something perhaps even weirder than usual is happening in Florida. I grew up there, so I can make that joke. In case you hadn't heard, iguanas are all but overrunning the Sunshine State. And we're talking about big lizards. They're thriving there because of South Florida's subtropical climate and a lack of natural predators. While there are lots of non-native saurians trudging through the area, like the fork-tongued Nile Monitor, the creature we're specifically alluding to here is the green iguana, taxonomical name, iguana, iguana. It ranks among the largest lizards in the Western Hemisphere. Adult females can be 5 feet, that's 1.5 meters in length while the biggest males may reach an impressive 7 feet or 2 meters long from nose to tail tip. An average weight is around 15 pounds or 4.5 kilos, though heavier specimens weighing 17 pounds or 7.5 kilos or more have been documented. Despite its proportions, the species has long been a staple in the exotic pet trade, and unfortunately, a victim of abandonment when they get too big. That's helped these critters spread far beyond their natural range— causing property damage and competition with native wildlife. By and large, green iguanas are herbivores. They may eat insects or dead meat on occasion, but it's fruits and leaves that make up the bulk of their diet. Though to green iguanas, vegetation isn't just a food source. This is a tree-loving animal that, given its druthers, spends most of its time basking in forest canopies. Scaling branches comes easily to the lizards, With their long fingers and hooked claws, these guys are first-rate climbers. Of course, you don't spend a lifetime in the treetops without taking the occasional spill. Green iguanas have been known to withstand 50-foot, that's 15-meter, falls and walk away uninjured. This species is also perfectly at home in the water. And much like alligators, the animals swim by undulating their tails from side to side. A frightened iguana might also choose to seek refuge below the surface if a predator is lurking about. We are not used to thinking of non avian reptiles as sociable, yet, the green iguana is somewhat gregarious. Hatchlings are born in underground nests, sometimes in the vicinity of crocodilians. Baby iguanas stick together, forming social groups with their siblings for mutual protection. Such units can last for months during which time the young lizards groom one another and sleep side by side, or in piles. Iguana-iguana is sexually dimorphic, with females looking visibly different from their masculine counterparts. Both sexes have dewlaps, that's folds of loose skin that dangle below the neck. These are proportionately larger in males, and an important communication tool. Come breeding season, a male iguana will defend a huge territory— and ideally, mate with a number of females, whom he'll guard for an extended period. To scare off rivals, males aggressively bob their heads up and down, dewlaps flapping all the while. While we're here, let's discuss coloration. Not all green iguanas are literally green. They also come in shades of brown, blue, red, and gray. And males often turn orange or bronzish when it's time to court potential mates. Today, the green iguana remains one of the United States' most popular reptilian pets, but that doesn't mean they're easy to care for. Uh, sharing your life with an iguana can be deeply rewarding, but you should know what you're getting into beforehand. Hatchlings will be about 8 inches, that's 20 centimeters long, and might fare nicely in a tabletop terrarium. But experienced hobbyists recommend that adult enclosures measure at least 6 feet high by 6 feet wide and 12 feet long. In meters, that's about 2 by 2 by three and a half. Before it was artificially introduced to new environments, the green iguana was restricted to Central and South America, along with a smattering of islands in the Eastern Pacific and Caribbean. Back in 1995, at least 15 of the lizards suddenly appeared on a Caribbean island with no pre-existing green iguana population. Scientists think the reptiles rode floating mats of uprooted vegetation that drifted out to sea in the wake of Hurricanes Luis and Marilyn. Presumably, the raft-bound castaways traveled all the way from Guadeloupe, some 200 miles or 320 kilometers to the south. Unfortunately, when the local climate is favorable, iguana-iguana can thrive in places where it doesn't belong. In 1966, the first scientific report on invasive iguanas in South Florida was published. It seems likely that many individuals reached the Floridian Peninsula by stowing away on boats and in shipping crates. America's booming pet industry sure didn't help. In 1995 alone, more than 1.14 million iguanas were imported into the United States. Although it's possible to buy captive-bred specimens nowadays, a wild-caught babies are still being shipped to the U.S. en masse. It's unclear how many free-ranging green iguanas are loose in South Florida. More than 7,000 iguana sightings have been recorded by the University of Georgia's early detection and distribution mapping system since 1998, most of those after 2012. A large percentage of the lizards now running about the state probably descend from escaped or unwanted pets. Ecologists warn that the herbivores are devouring important native plants, including a coastal vine that the endangered Miami blue butterfly larva feed on. Various flowers may also be at risk, a green iguanas have been turning private gardens into buffets, and to add insult to injury, the lizards leave feces on patios, boat decks, and other surfaces. And meddling iguanas are doing a number on Florida's infrastructure, too. And just one iguana caused a 10-minute power outage when it trespassed on a Key West electrical facility in 2018. And West Palm Beach is facing $1.8 million in damages incurred after tunneling iguanas messed up a local dam. In 2019, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission made headlines by encouraging homeowners to humanely kill green iguanas on their property whenever possible. One doesn't need a license or permit to hunt them on public lands. Several worried citizens have also called for Floridians to eat more iguana meat, which is a traditional protein in parts of the Caribbean. Being cold-blooded, iguanas have been unable to establish viable populations in northern recesses of the state. Even down South, the lizards occasionally fall victim to chilly conditions. The animals go into paralysis when the thermometer hits 44 degrees Fahrenheit or 6.6 Celsius, which doesn't happen often in South Florida, but did in January of 2020. Another cold snap in 2010 killed off a large part of the iguana population. However, once the weather warms again, most adult iguanas can recover from this kind of temporary incapacitation. You'd do well to keep your distance in the meantime a stirring iguana can really bite. Today's episode is based on the article, South Florida is Overrun with Green Iguanas on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Mark Mancini. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, we're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos.